Hi everyone, I am so, so, so excited to tell you that I have merch. Yes, you heard it, merch. You have been asking and I have delivered. Uh, Well, I've had a little bit of help, (laughs) but I am so excited about it. Uh, It's been out for a little while now. We had pre-orders. If you're looking for a new comfy hoodie or crew neck, we will hook you up. I've had the most amazing experience working with Chanda from Aurora Briar Co. She is so creative, so prompt, and just such a wonderful lady. She's made birthdays and Christmas come true for my kids and other people, and I was so happy to work with her. She has really made my merch dreams come true. I'm so proud and thank you to everyone who's purchased one already. If you want to buy a hoodie, a Hello Hello World hoodie, get your hands on it now. AuroraBriar.co, that's Aurora.Briar.co on Instagram. Send her a message and she'll hook you up. Thanks, friends. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Hello, Hello World podcast with me, Candice. On today's local business love episode, I am speaking with Giselle Lavasser. She is a mortgage specialist. This was a very interesting and informative conversation. I, of course, learned t- a ton. So, for all of my first time homebuyer friends, uh, friends who are looking to refinance or just simply to have more knowledge based on your mortgage and what it entails. You can give her a shout for sure. She's so helpful and kind and I'm pretty sure she's waiting for your call. I know for sure you will learn something from this episode. Grab yourself some water and thanks for listening. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. I'm here with Miss Giselle Lavasser. She is a mortgage specialist working for RBC, which is the Royal Bank of Canada. Hi, Giselle. Hey, how are you? I'm good. I'm so happy to have you here uh, on my show. This is a great opportunity for my listeners and myself to learn a little bit more about Uh, something very important that we all need to understand and know how to navigate through. So thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Yes. So fun. Giselle and I uh, connected at an event just recently. um, On International Women's Day. Yes. That's where we actually met. (laughs) Yes. How fun is that? Yeah. That was a fun night at... um, down in Kingsville yeah at Elite yeah that was great and then we reconnected again at um, the connecting event that Ricky had right yes that was a really fun event too yeah so so great and I look forward to being at other events that you're at we definitely clicked and connected if I can say connected too many times I don't know (laughs) but um, I'm so happy to have you on and to to like I said to learn more um, first thing I want to know is, this is such a, uh, a specific, you know, a career that you have. So mm-hmm. I'm going to dig back a little bit and see like what, we, what your background is or like what influenced you and were your, um, like younger influences influence, did they influence you to your career today? 
Oh, so I actually went to school for marketing at St. Clair. Uh, oh, okay. So nothing to do with finance. <laughs> <laughs> nope. And then, uh, and then from there, I worked um, at an internship with Kim Spiro in non-for-profit. And mm. so I got really involved in non-for-profit and then ended up getting a job at the Windsor-Essex Community Foundation. So I was there for about two years. Um, and then, so still no finance. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, and then from there I thought, you know, maybe I want to dabble into, uh, to the family business. So I went into automotive, did marketing, um, for automotive for our family business, AV gauge and fixture in Old Castle. Okay. Um, re- realized this was not my cup of tea. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity, dad, <laughs> but this is not for me. <laughs> um, and then from there ended up working at a brokerage. I was an assistant um, to a mortgage broker and really liked the assistant role um, and really just loved helping people. And it was so fulfilling to help people get into their home of their dreams, mm-hmm. right? Like a home is the largest purchase of your life and it can be a scary but exciting process. Um, and it just, I found it was very fulfilling. So I got my license. And I ended up, there was an opportunity at RBC. And so I uh, went to RBC and I've been here now five years, just crazy time flies. <laughs> so still, so, so marketing was originally my background, but like <laughs> I tell people, you can do anything. You know, when you really go to school, like I was 17 when I first started college, right? Like you mm-hmm. don't really know what you want. You do is. not. Good point. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like every, every job that I had really helped me to build my career today, right? So you learn customer service skills, right? You learn, you know, dealing with, you know, difficult clients, for instance, right? Mm-hmm. You learn working with others, right? you know? So I think the life experience really just helped you to kind of mold me to who I am today. Awesome. What a wonderful answer. That's great. And now look at you, you're a mortgage specialist, which is incredible. Um, And I was reading through your website, and it seems as though you're specializing first time buyers, um, folks maybe wanting to move to RBC and self employed mortgages. Can you, um, I want to like focus on the first time buyers, because I remember when I was a first time buyer, I think we chatted a little bit about it before. But um, it's a big move, a big step. And I'm, I'm curious to know your like advice or thoughts on uh, first time buyers and what you can say to them. So I was the first time home buyer six years ago. Um, and I just found it was like the most exciting but stressful process, right? Because <laughs> you're new, right? You're really excited. You know, you're, you're growing up, you're moving mm-hmm. out of mom and dad's house, you're moving out of like renting an apartment, right? Um, but you really have no clue where to start. And I think like social media helps us but hurts us in a sense, right? Because you're looking at all these Pinterest or Instagram houses, right? Of all these dream homes. And mm-hmm. that's not really the case, right? You know, your first time home, or you're, you're starting in a starter home. You know, mm-hmm. you're not moving into your forever home right now, right? Mm-hmm. And so I found that it was really the stressful process with the fact that, like, you didn't really know much on the financial side, right? So you mm-hmm. didn't know that you needed a down payment. You know, no matter what you go to school for, whether it's a doctor or you go into business or you go into, like, health sciences, you know, they don't teach you how to budget. They don't teach you what a credit bureau is. They don't teach you how to buy your first home or how to do your taxes, right? Which are the fundamentals of life. Mm -hmm. No matter what career path you're in, you have to know these things, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So my biggest thing is just the educational piece of, you know what I mean? It's not a scary process if you know what you're doing and Mm -hmm. someone guides you along the way, right? And that's really my biggest thing is I want to educate people to buy a home, right? Whether you're ready to buy a home in six months or you're ready to buy a home in six years, right? You know, you need a down payment. 
you need to have a job, you need to have a credit bureau, right? You need to have two trades on your bureau, right? Some of these things people don't realize. And the mm-hmm. biggest thing I think is, you know, from an educational standpoint, right? You know, banks will, you know, entice you to get a credit card or, you know, any institution, right? And you get one, but you don't pay your bills back on time, or you right. don't realize you have to pay it back, right? Well, you're ruining your credit at such a young age, where now it's harder for you to get into a home later on, right? Because you have bruised credit, right? So, you know, getting a credit card, putting your books on it, you know what I mean, when you first get into school, and then pay it off right away, right? So you just mm-hmm. start establishing credit, opposed to going on a shopping spree because somebody gave you $1,000 on a right. credit card, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's the little things that I wish I could, you know, give people the little tips and tricks, right? Just to help you understand that, you know, the decisions that you make today really affect your process in the long run, right? Whether you're not ready to buy for two years, it still may affect you. Right. Absolutely. And um, so if we were to chat with you and we were to make an appointment with you, would those be things that we would talk about? Yeah, like, absolutely. Are, yeah. Yep. So you're, you give advice and opinions and, um, and things of that sort to to all of your clients? So the first meeting that I typically do is just mortgage 101. So we literally just, I tell the clients, you know, hand me your documents. We'll kind of see what you can afford today. Mm -hmm. Um, And then what we'll also do is we'll go through a list of questions. So I tell them like any question you have, whether you think it's ridiculous or not, I will answer it. Right. Because you need to really talk to someone today. Like mom and dad are great. Right. I love mom and dad. They give great advice. Right. But they haven't bought a home in how many years, right? The economy, the things, the, you know, the process has changed since they bought a home versus when you're buying a home, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, if mom and dad want to come to our meetings, by all means, I am happy. I've done lots of meetings with mom and dad and you know what I mean? The kids as well. So everyone's on the same page, right? Mm -hmm. It's that educational piece, right? And then if I explain to them, you know, okay, this is what's going to happen first. Then this is step two. This is step three, right? It gets to be still an exciting process, right? It's when you don't understand the process where it gets scary, and it's, it's a lot of money at the end of the day, right? So yes. my job is just to tell you, hey, these are your options. I'm going to give you the education. You go ahead and make the decision based on the education I provided you. Because mm. at the end of the day, you're the one that has to make the payments, not me. So it doesn't matter what I pick. Right. It's what you're going to pick, right? Mm. Very interesting. I, I think uh, personally for me, yeah, it's nice to have you know mom and dad there but like too many opinions like too many eggs in a basket is also sometimes overwhelming and it's and for you also um I find sometimes that it's great to have mom and dad because when I deliver the message right I know what I'm talking about right when Mm -hmm. it's a lot of information in that first meeting right and most clients only retain maybe 50 percent of it right so they go back and to give it to mom and dad and then they might have only delivered 25 Ah. percent of the message right so then all Mm -hmm. of a sudden mom and dad's calling me they're like well my kid or my daughter said this right and I'm like, that's not exactly how it went. So sometimes mm. it's great just to have them in the initial meeting so everyone's on the same page, right? Yeah, true. It's kind of like playing a uh, telephone in what, by the time it gets but, to the source. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're like, um, my kid said this. I'm like, that's not really exactly how it said or how it went. <laughs> and um, if we were, you know, looking to ha- for a mortgage specialist, would we – need to be RBC members to to contact you to have an appointment with you like members of the bank no you don't have to have an RBC account with us you don't have to be banking with RBC um, clients I've had I've had multitude of clients who aren't RBC clients right Um, at the end of the day I provide the service for mortgages if you're happy at the institution you're happy at um, you know that's fine you know, sometimes it is easier to have your mortgage and all your banking and everything at one place. But, you know, if you're 
currently banking somewhere else and you just want to have a mortgage with RBC, that's not a problem either. Okay. That's great. Good to know. I think, I think there's so much, you know, um, I think misconception. Yeah. Right. Sure. You got it. You're like, Oh, I got a bank where, you know what I mean? I got to mm-hmm. get my mortgage where I bank. Right. And I always tell people like, you have to like the person that you're dealing with, right? Because at the end of the day, this isn't a small transaction. This is a relationship, right? You're not going to go, it's not like going to the grocery store, right? And you're cashing out and you see the, you know, the cashier and then you're like, okay, great. See you later, right? Like, I'm not going to see you again forever, right? It's right. You're building a long-time relationship because you're not going to walk into one home and find it right away, right? You know, right. you're going to have multitude of questions and it might take a while. You know, mm-hmm. I've had clients where they haven't found a home for two years, right? And I've had clients where they find a home in one month, right? It just really depends on what you're looking for. Right. And if it's available. Yeah. yeah. And so you have to feel comfortable, you know, yeah. with the person that you're working with, because at the end of the day, like, you're talking about intimate things, right? You're talking about finances. Yes. Not everyone is really comfortable talking about it in the first place. They feel like it's one of those things that like people don't talk about, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's like religion and politics, right? Yes. Like I don't really want to give my opinion. So we're just not going to talk about it. Yeah. Right. But at the end of the day, you still have to understand. So you have to feel comfortable asking those questions. Right. And I don't ever want to feel like I'm an intimidating person to talk to. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like, you know, you're, I'm a friend, right? I'm like, oh, I'm just going to quickly text you as well. I have this one mortgage question, right? Like, yeah. that's fine absolutely yeah yeah so you're passionate about what you do and helping others be educated on um the biggest investment of their life really it 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 really is and and you have to really understand what you're doing I think Mm -hmm. right because so many people just hurry up and rush it and it's not a rush process right this is not a pair of jeans that you can return in 14 days yeah (laughs) you know you have to mm-hmm. really love what you're buying, right? And mm-hmm. so many people just, you know, hurry up and, and do it. And, you know, you end up having regrets, right? So you take the time. This is this is not a quick, quick transaction. No. And I think everyone listening can take that advice that Giselle just gave us and use it for anything in your life, not just your purchasing a home. You, you don't need to rush into any decision, uh, especially big decisions. I mean, the, the pressure shouldn't be there for you to decide immediately. Everything deserves a pros and cons list, in my opinion. <laughs> well, and, and there's no right or wrong time, right? Mm-hmm. You, know, like, you don't have to be 20 to buy a house. You don't, you know, you could buy your first home at 30. Yeah. I've had clients that bought their first home at 45, right? Mm-hmm. Like it works for your life, not what other people tell you to do, right? Right, yes. And it's your, it's your decision. So if you want to rent for 10 years, then you want to rent for 10 years, right? If you want to buy a home when you're 20 and you have, you know, all these goals that you want to do, then you do those, right? So I think the biggest thing is, you know, it's there's no timeline for the perfect purchase. There's no timeline that what work, what everyone's supposed to do, right? It's what works personally for yourself in your life at that time. Right, yeah. And can we talk a little bit about like renting versus owning quickly? Like what, what did, you know, benefit of either or what's, what's better for you or is it to each individual? I would say like it's to each individual and depends on where you're at in life. Right. Um, and where you want to be. Right. So if you're a student, you know, renting might make more sense because you don't have income coming in necessarily. Right. So if you're going to school in Toronto, you may not, be buying your first home right you might be renting for the first little bit mm-hmm. you know what I mean now that you're established and you have an income coming in right and you're you know you're making some money then that's maybe an opportunity for you to look at you know purchasing opposed to renting right and I right. have a lot of clients that will go in with friends now right you know they're like okay well I know I can't qualify for this amount on my own so if I get a couple of buddies right oh um, maybe that's something that we want to do right or maybe we want to purchase a duplex 
and you know we want to put the minimum down payment i'm going to live in one half of it i'm going to rent the other half out right i'm going to start my investment portfolio yeah huh so there's a lot of multitude of different options it just depends what people are looking for right and it all comes down to the discovery of your goals right what are your goals for the next five years mm-hmm. if your goals are to move away then maybe it doesn't make sense yeah to buy, right if yeah. your goals are to you know start buying investment properties and you want to buy your first starter home and you want to fix it up and, and you don't want to move on from there. And that's another thing. Right. So I always tell people like, you got to figure out what's best for you. Um, and at the end of the day, when you're renting, you're really paying someone else's mortgage. Right. So do you really want to, it depends. Do you really want to give somebody, you know, $2,000 a month when you could probably, you know, do the $2,000 a month yourself. Right. Yeah. If you have the, if the ability, right. So mm-hmm. If you have the down payment and you have, you know, a good job and you have income coming in and you don't have a lot of debt, right? Maybe looking at purchasing a property might be something for you. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I don't think there's pros and cons. I think it just depends on where you're at in your life and is it feasible for you to do it? Yeah. But there's hmm. nothing wrong with say- saying, hey, Giselle, you know, can we sit down and have a conversation? Can we see what maybe I might be able to qualify for today mm-hmm. and what I need to work on? Or, you know, do I need, you know, can I get help from mom and dad for a gifted down payment if that's the only thing, right? Maybe I don't have the full down payment saved up, but I have a good job. Yeah. You know, what, what options do What we are my have options? Yeah. Options are always right? good for sure. Um, you've given a lot of advice, but if you, something you want, and not necessarily a first time home buyer, but your top advice and something you want every uh, home buyer to know and you wish you could scream it from the mountaintop so everyone knew. <laughs> I think education is key. Uh, really understanding what your mortgage is. Um, and at the end of the day, trying to pay it back faster. That'd be my biggest goal um, is, you know, when you're retired, you want to use your retirement savings to retire, not to pay off your mortgage, right? So, you know, if, if life looks, you know, if you're saving, you know, X, Y, Z a month for your retirement, maybe we should be doing double up payments on your mortgage or paying mm. back your mortgage faster because that way you're mortgage free. And when you retire, you can enjoy your retirement. Yeah. Right. So I think my biggest advice is when you, you know, if you have a mortgage, look at, you know, if it is feasible, right. Whether you it's $50 a week, you're putting extra on your mortgage, right. It all yeah. helps at the end of the day. The faster you pay the mortgage off, the faster, you know, you don't have those interest payments anymore. Um, and it's one less, one less thing you have to worry about. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, you give the best advice, all of this. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it's really all, all very um, focused towards mortgage and purchasing a home. However, I own a home. And for me, I'm looking at all of your words as just life advice, just in, in all aspects, not even, like I said earlier, necessarily just about purchasing a home. But this is all things that we could be looking at with all well, uh, circumstances. Well, I think too, like, it's not just necessarily purchasing a home, right? It's also potentially consolidating and refinancing, right? Sure, so during yeah. the pandemic, right, people racked up credit cards, right? People decided to do renovations, right? They pulled equity out of their homes you know, it was, it was cheaper for them to pull out money than it was for them to look for a different house. Right. So, mm. you know, it's also, you know, if you already own a home and you might be strapped for cash rate right, and interest rates from a credit card perspective are 20%, right. The lines yeah. of credits that you pretty, you had before the bank of Canada increased the rates eight times, right. You know, mm. you might've been at 3%. Now you might be at 10%, right. Maybe it's looking at consolidating, right. So even having the conversation from, 
if you're already a homeowner yeah. and you want to look at consolidating debt, that's something that I do as well, right? So it's not always focused on purchasing, sure. right? It's, it's focused on cash flow oh, too. Okay. So in, in that instance, say, you know, I have a mortgage with a different bank, but I wanted to consolidate. I could come to you and not go to my other bank or... Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So RBC, what they do um, from like a promo standpoint is we will pay for the appraisal, we'll pay for the discharge, and we'll also cover $500 of your legal fees. Um, and that's for any switch. So any mortgage that has outside institution that comes to RBC, a minimum of $100,000 uh, okay. would have to be your mortgage to qualify for that. Okay. Um, and we can absolutely look at that. The only thing that we don't do is we pay the penalty, but if you look at it in an instance, right, if your penalty, let's say, is $2,000, mm-hmm. but you're paying a year $2,000 in credit card interest, right. yeah. yes, you might be biting the bullet at the beginning, and we can roll that $2,000 into your mortgage, but do you really still want to be paying $2,000 a year to, you know, XYZ credit card company? Right. <laughs> right? So, you yeah. know, not really. And no. even car payments, for instance, too, oh. right? People are like, oh, 0%. I'm like, you're still paying $500 a yes. month. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Car payments are a whole other thing that I think we just accumulate in this North American culture that we've adapted Mm -hmm. to have to have these huge uh, car notes. It's insane to me. It's not necessary, guys. (laughs) No. And I think that's the the biggest thing is you know, from a student perspective, right? Mm -hmm. The first thing that you do, you got a job, now go go buy a fancy car. I'm like, no, no, because the car that you could have bought that could have helped you for your mortgage, right? Now it works against you. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's just, the, the, like I said, it's the educational piece, whether somebody has a question and they want to stick with the institution that they have. Um, I give advice, no, you know, no matter. And I look at the client's best interest. Right. And I'll be honest with you. There's clients where I've said, you want to know what? Realistically, this doesn't make financial sense for you to do this right now. Stay where you're at. Yeah. Ask them about this product. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, I think that everyone and I'm hoping everyone absorbed more than 50% of this because I know I sure have. <laughs> um, so uh, before I let you go, I'm going to put you on the spot for a minute. <laughs> yeah. um, if you want to shout out some local businesses that you think we need to be following that you support. Ooh, Ooh. that's a good one. <laughs> so I have to shout out Ocean Bottom because they do all my custom soaps for me. Um, so every client that I give, a, I do a mortgage for, they all get a little custom soap basket. That's so beautiful. Ocean Bottom for sure. Yeah. Um, and another local business that I work really closely with um, is Molly from mm-hmm. Red Piston. So I'll shout out to, uh, give a shout out to Molly. Oh, hey, Molly. That's awesome. Um, Ocean Bottom, I absolutely adore their products, but I specifically use their castor oil every single day, and it is game changer. Um, well, I will have to send you a little My Mortgage Girl soap basket, and then you can enjoy some My Mortgage Girl room spray. Oh, I would love that. I honestly yeah. would. And yeah, um, Giselle's brand is My Mortgage Girl Giselle. Super cute. Um, you must check her out. How can we get a hold of you? Like, I know you, I'm going to tag all your socials and uh, tag your website. But um, if we wanted to book an appointment for some advice, yeah, where you would can we book get an appointment one? right on Instagram. Um, okay. Calendly there. So it'll give you a description of which, which appointment that you want to do, whether it's a pre-approval, a refinance, consolidation, cool. just get some more information, just have any questions. Um, so that's one way you get a hold of me right there. 
I've on pretty much most most social media <laughs> handles. So t- TikTok, Instagram, yep. Facebook, LinkedIn, um, and also my website. Or you can just send me a text message um, and you know say who you are, and you know we can book an appointment right then and there. Awesome. Doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be bank hours, so it doesn't have to be nine to five. Um, I just I did a client's on Good Friday actually, so we went over mortgage stocks on Good Friday virtually. So yeah. evenings, weekends, I work twenty four hours. Yes, you're incredible. That's awesome. I'll make sure that I tag everything, and I'll make sure that I tag Ocean Bottom and Miss Molly at Red Piston. And again, thank you for um just being an incredible human being and for coming and spreading awareness on my show today. Oh, thanks for having me. And I look forward to seeing you soon. Absolutely. It will be very shortly. I'm sure we will meet again, my friend. Bye.